the NI Golf Channel podcast with Paul Kelly and Morris J. Brought to you by BetterGolf.ie. Check out their golf clinics and full custom fitting service site at BetterGolf.ie. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the NI Golf Channel podcast episode... 77, MJ. 77, and our first of 2020. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you as well. Happy New Year! Uh, I think it's year four. Uh, Yes, uh, there was some debate about this. I think year four officially running it. Three and a half kind of years ish, but we we kind of started just before the Masters, or was it just after the Masters? In 2016, 17 ish. Seems like a lifetime ago, Mark. Speaking of which. Speaking of our sponsor. How did we end up. (laughs) How did we do this, Dean Morris? People People out there in media world are saying. What? What? The boys, somebody sponsored these three? Well, clearly the GUI, clearly the better golf people, they know a good thing when they hear it. They know that we know the game inside out. Well, we spend an awful lot of time dealing with amateur golf, Morris. Yes. I think that stood to us, really stood to us. Thanks to the team down there for taking a punt on us. We'll not let you down. No, but (laughs) here's the... right laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Keep a straight face. No, but here's the thing. We really should put our lack of money where our mouth is and go down... And suss it all out properly. It's it is a great facility. And do a proper vlog and do the whole nine yards yeah. and let people see what happens on yeah. a day down at the yeah. GUI Academy. Yeah. The better golf. One of these tuition days that they're on. So and as as they as they say themselves, it's like it's literally an hour from the border. Mm-hmm. It's two hours from Belfast. Exactly. Why would you not go down the veil of some of the best facilities in Ireland? Uh, yeah. Gra- gra- get a day down there at one of the courses. Greens, and it's a big facility down there, and you can hit from different angles. And there's bunkers, obviously, and putting different types of greens. And the best thing, grass teeing areas. Grass. No luxury, mats. No mats. No sore elbows. And if you're into your rugby, those other big galoofs, they, <laughs> pra- they practice down there as well next door. <laughs> so you can see the Ireland rugby team while you're down there as well. In this episode... We'll hear from Roy McElroy on his Irish Open return. Paul has been talking to Owen Trainer at Clandy Boy about their decision to host a European tour event in August. We've our usual wrap-up from the amateur and professional games. And amazingly, first episode of 2020, we have nailed a shanker of the week already. And we mean you, Mr. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Who could it possibly be? I wonder. But... First, while we're on the break, uh, a few significant golfing stories occurred since we last podcasted back just before Christmas. So a quick recap uh, required before the main headlines, Mr. Kelly. Yes, Graham McDowell, good old GMAC, won the 2020 Saudi International title at the start of February. That was amazing. That was a fantastic win. Were you expecting that? Not at all. No, nobody was expecting that, except for Graham, who's been showing a wee bit of form, fancied himself a wee bit. So now he's 50th in the world. Um, he's back in the WGC events and is also on the fringes of the European Ryder Cup team and I think that would be some story if he played as well onto that so is he playing API tomorrow he's playing yep he's playing this yep. week yep. so this is Wednesday night we're recording this yep. so he's playing this week needs a good result to guarantee his place in the Masters what would a good result be making cut and finish inside the top 30 top 30 well that's way doable easily so fingers crossed for GMAC mm-hmm. and then Rory McIlroy returned to the top of the world rankings of course replacing Brooks Koepka Yay. Uh, he has now spent 99 weeks at the top becoming the third most successful player in the 34 year history of the official world golf rankings behind Greg Norman and Tiger Woods Greg Norman was sitting I can't remember I heard these stats a couple of weeks ago so Greg Norman's sitting about 300 and 
fifty or something. I don't even think he's as much as that, Morris. I th- I thought he was somewhere around the 100, 130. Oh. But but I may be wrong. I I can be you. You're I, more I than that man than me. Something. Tiger, Tiger Woods was is like nine hundred <laughs> or whatever. Six hundred. Yeah, million weeks. Uh, of yeah, whatever it is. Uh, so even by Rory's measurements, some of his stats are remarkable. He's recorded six consecutive top five finishes worldwide, uh, dating back to the Zozo Championship in October. Uh, by the way, both Rory and Graham are in action. He's mentioned that the Arnold Palmer, Shane Lowry is taking a wee week off. A wee week off. He has a week off. Anyway. Yeah, so Rory's been doing well. He's been, you know, his short game seems to have mm-hmm. uh, sort of been spot on this mm-hmm. last week. It's putting was great and then the next and then the week after he went a bit wobbly again yeah last he, week so. he spent about six according to some reports he spent about 60 minutes on the putting green yesterday ahead of the arnold palmer so he's he's obviously decided that's a bit area needs a bit of work because like he flushed it around mexico drove one of the 400 yard par fours well, but, you know, <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah, he loves the, the height the altitude just fell off just once just you <laughs> just <laughs> to see how far, how far actually goes that'd be brilliant <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah He's doing very, very well, Morris, and it's his consistency and the ability is just seems to be in such a good state of mind about how he's doing. I thought he looked a couple of times he's played this year earlier on. He looked a wee bit frustrated with himself. At Riviera, he looked got very frustrated with himself, and I thought, you know, you're just pushing me, but just chill. Mm-hmm. And I hope I he gets was, back was, into was that. It, was it Riviera where he had a wee go at some of the? Was it the cameraman standing uh, behind? Possibly, yeah. There were me, people not moving. Line, yes, I people not moving. And he, he, he gave off stink yeah, basically yeah. for that wee mm-hmm. sort of split mm-hmm. couple of seconds, and then mm-hmm. Harry jumped in. Oh, relax yourself. Uh, no, no, he was, he was shouting. Harry shouted for yeah, him then, but yeah, he was yeah, because the players off. aren't meant yeah, to shout. That's what the daddies are meant to do. Yeah, exactly. So you don't want the players' brand to be anywhere damaged or come out of the moment. Yeah, exactly. So Rory has also officially committed to playing the Irish Open at Mount Juliet last. Week saw the tweet from G Mac. Delighted, good, good to see. So that's that's uh, Shane, Graham, Rory, and John Ram. No surprise that Rory's playing. He had said well before Christmas that he'd be playing it, but it's like anything else. Until he actually nails his colours to the mast, there's always that worry. So brilliant for the tournament. So other things that have kind of been going on since we last spoke mm-hmm. back before Christmas uh, in our uh, roundup of 2019, Tiger Woods. Mr. Woods could possibly, possibly, it's not confirmed yet, but possibly could be inducted into the Golf Hall of Fame. Now, is it just me or I maybe maybe don't know the ins and outs of the Golf Hall of Fame, but I'm presuming, you know, I would have thought Tiger would be in there, but no. Can you imagine Tiger was not getting inducted into the Golf Hall of Fame? Really? You know, if if he's in the list of nominees... Chances are the fact that they lowered the age limit to 45. <laughs> what age does Tiger happen to be this year? 45. 45. So, you know, you know, he probably could do with his own the Tiger Woods Hall of Fame, just full stop. <laughs> There'll be just one whole side of it dedicated to Tiger Woods records. I didn't realize that actually there was a there was an age thing on it. I thought it was just more number of wins or yeah. criteria. It's not, it's an it's age, age thing. thing. Yeah. The, the, the wins criteria isn't that crazy. No, and, I think and they've kind of changed it again the, the, for this yeah. year. I think it's now it's fifteen uh, worldwide wins. Yeah, okay, I'll take your word for it. You've done a wee bit of research. I think it's on fifteen this. worldwide wins, uh, two majors or a majors yeah. uh, a major and a players. Would you are you the type of person that would actually go to? The, there is a building, a Hall of Fame building. No, 
No, you're not, you're not going to pay your money and queue up to look at old clubs. I'm not good with that kind of thing, you know. I, you know me. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. You know, unless the history of the cl- of golf. I just, I'm cra- a I'm split cra- second of yes, interest. I'm crap. I'm crap at retaining that kind of stuff. It just doesn't <laughs> yeah. sink in for yeah, me. You yeah. know, you're much more <laughs> a, sort of a golf nerd, and nerdy. Yeah, but so yeah, so Tiger may be yeah. uh, inducted to the world golf world golf hall of fame. It's going to be a surprise if he's not. Let's, let's face <laughs> I it. I said it'd be some like Cray Mars if he wasn't. Uh, the other thing, kind of, was thinking about was just uh, was what a series Kapka. Yeah, Mister Kapka. No longer world number one. No longer world number Not one. Not feeling the love. He's been a bit of a gob. Shit, <laughs> over the last wee while, you know that all that stuff that yeah. we talked about last year with the rivalry and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He hasn't really changed. I saw a press conference with him a few days ago. He doesn't seem to have changed his attitude too much. No. He's still very blasé. He's still right. a, a little yeah. bit... Very uh, blunt yeah, yeah. bit, 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 bit ballsy with the mm-hmm. journalists. Mm-hmm. I don't Which know. I like, by the way. I, yeah, no. I don't think... I think he's had his day. Oh, Morris, come off it. And, no, I'm serious. Are you, gonna, are you paint, nailing your colours to the mask for 2020? For 2020, maybe. Right, okay. Yeah, I just think... No, like he said in the press conference, he said that... His wrist is fine, right? Uh-huh. His knee's okay now. He uh-huh. says they're, they're not giving him pain when he's playing, which uh-huh. is the main thing. He says he's been able to practice. Which he told us he didn't practice. Well, you see, he, he said that he was kind of misquoted on that. Oh, right. He inferred <laughs> right. that what he said then was that he didn't practice. He couldn't practice because of his knee. Okay. Or All his right. wrist or whichever one it was. Uh-huh. He said that's why he said what he said a year ago. Right, okay. Right. Now he's changed his tune. Uh-huh. And now he's saying, oh, I do practice now. Oh, right, okay. But he's saying that I, I thought I would have been further on than I am. In terms of the season? He says, yes. He says, I'm usually crap at this time of year. Yeah. He says, I've done a lot of work, but I'm still crap. He didn't say crap. <laughs> but he says he'd, he'd like to be a lot further on yeah. than he is. Right. So, you know... So you think maybe the Brooks the Brooks magic the aura of invincibility has gone? I think for this year, yes. And let's put this. Way. I think he's going to get a wee buckle in his eye, and he's going to go. Chapers, this isn't quite as what I thought it was as easy as it thought. I think this year he's going to find it hard work. Do so you think? Will he go Jordan Spieth? Will he go full Jordan Spieth? Way. Yeah, not go that far. Right, that's that okay. Bad. That's okay. <laughs> not be that bad. He's not going to go full so Jordan. He may get. He may get a win this year. Do you think he'll win a major? No. I like it. No. Morris nailing his colours to I think he's. I think he's supposed to record this. For, well, we're recording this, but I'm subconsciously put too much inverse pressure on himself. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. You've been reading psychology books over no. Christmas. Bryson, Bryson DeChambeau's golf bible. I don't know. I just think yeah. that this year he shot himself in the foot. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll wait to see. I think let's put it this way. I think what you'll find is that's the cut last week. What, was you'll, it? what you'll find is that come major time. Uh, he will still be definitely know. amongst the favourites. I'm not feeling it this year. But right. we'll see. We'll see. Brilliant. We'll see. Brilliant. Um, what else did we notice? Oh, I, coronavirus. Coronavirus. We'll better talk about coronavirus. But we'll not give it too much because we don't want to panic people. But no. um, how is it going to impact on golf? Now, the US Tour did issue a statement this week sort of saying that they'd put measures in place and that sort of thing. The European Tour, as yet... Hasn't made any sort of big uh, apart from quarantine and Eduardo Molinari and some other what do you call it, uh, Lorenzo, yeah, Gaglio, but now they get, did get back into play the next day, you know, uh, which was hilarious. <laughs> His brother and Fra- was, and, and Francesco said he <laughs> found it quite funny. <laughs> but yes, there's a wider impact, and it has already impacted on a couple of amateur events, big amateur events, which have been cancelled. So, I would say, Mars, if this continues the way it's going, it, it will definitely impact, and particularly on the, on the European tour. 
because European tour travels yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. Like the ladies, the, the LPGA have already cancelled events in Asia earlier in the year. Um, and so you know, it's it, it could well get to the stage where we're looking. There may be tournament golf turned off for a while, which Aye, would be which could. would be. No shock, you no, know. no shock, but 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 even another, another bad blow for the game because yeah. the last thing golf needs is less publicity. Exactly, you know? exactly. I agree with you. Uh, sticking with the pro golf news and huge congratulations to Whitehead's J.R. Galbraith, who won the O'Connor Classic uh, just the other day. What day was that? Yeah, that was on Tuesday. Just Tuesday passed on the Portugal Pro Golf Tour. Uh, great confidence booster for J.R. as he winds up for another Euro Pro season. Now, I don't like to say. But there happened to be a couple of well-known golfers from mm-hmm. Northern Ireland mm-hmm. in the bay beside me Oh, about three weeks ago. Okay. One Mr. Dermot McElroy. Oh, Mr. Dermot. And one Mr. J.R. Galbraith. Okay. Was, were you doing your work and your magic again? Did I pass on a couple of tips? Like, did, did I get the vibes? Did they get the vibes from Paul, my bay? Paul Dunn's big win obviously was completely attributable to the time that he played golf with us. With us, down the, tw- down the 12th of yeah, yeah. So, like, I can see how JR's taken it and run. It, it rubbed off on him. So, are we waiting for Demi McElroy win now as well? <laughs> Absolutely. That's okay. Well, I, so, that's I'm just saying. Good. So, yeah. mark my words. Uh, both Stephanie Meadow and Leona Maguire have made a pretty decent start to life on the LPGA Tour. Um, Stephanie has played three tournaments and made three cuts, and the last one being the ISPS Honda Women's Australian Open, where she finished tied for 13th. She's currently ranked 22nd in the race the CME Globe, so that's a good start for her. Leona, meanwhile, she's played in three events as well, and also one tournament on the Ladies European Tour. Um, she's missed a cut twice, but managed to finish tied for fourth at the ISPS Honda Vic Open. She also finished tied for 21st in her first LET outing. That's at the Jeff King Motors Australian Ladies Classic. Here, and I noticed uh, the boss uh, in a promo on the Golf Channel for the ladies playing at Augusta. Well, the big news about that. Oh, here. Well, oh, oh, we'll go on about that. Okay. Um, so, where are we going to? The European Tour, Mark. European Tour has moved to Dubai for Qatar mm-hmm. uh, for the Commercial Bank Masters. Both Johnny Caldwell and Cormac Sharvin are in action. It's been a shaky start to the season for Cormac, but he finished tied for 36th in Oman last week. And Cormac is currently 166th in the race to Dubai, while Johnny is currently ranked at 118th. Yeah, so steady, maybe, you know, Cormac... Missed a couple of cuts and then has made a cut on two occasions. Johnny started very well down in South Africa and has missed a couple of cuts since. So, you know, another good, strong couple of results. Get them into that top 100. And that's what you want, you know. And just before we wrap up the pro game, what about Bernhard Langer? What a man. 62 years old, wins his 41st title on the PGA Champions Tour at the Colaguard Classic. He won the Masters twice and he has 11 wins worldwide. Just amazing. 111 wins worldwide. (laughs) 111 Uh, wins worldwide. And the putter is not anchored. Mm. Well, do you think? Mm. Really? Uh, Really? Oh, every time I look at him, I go, oh. From a, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have to say that it looks anchored to me, but he's Bernard Langer. I'm he's not Bernard Langer, that. and he's been very vociferous to yeah, say that he doesn't. He's definitely not, and you he know, is the type of man. He's not he Patrick Reed. No, he's no. not Patrick Reed. So. Yeah, so you're definitely right about that. I will say, you know, Bernard Langer has nearly had more wins since he turned senior. Oh, than he did for forty-one. Somebody wins. was destined actually after forty-one wins. Somebody was destined. You're after joking. That. 
Yeah, I can't remember who it was now, but they were saying... See, Darren Clark at a hole in one at the Cold Guard Classic as well. Did he? He did. Big hole in one, big doesn't Didn't even know he was playing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, here's a word from our sponsor. Four! Is your game getting you down? Is it time you enjoyed better golf? How about a full day clinic at the GUI National Golf Academy? Less than two hours from Belfast, the Academy is the perfect getaway for you and your friends. With clinics starting at 95 euro, now is the time to experience better golf. Find out more and book online at bettergolf.ie. Here, I presume it's still very quiet in the amateur scene. Yeah, certainly at home, obviously, with the weather we've had. By the way, February, Mars, the wettest month on record. Sure, you don't need to Golf clubs flooded everywhere. Can I just say... Where was the really bad one? Was the there was one of the club, Row Park, Row Park had Park, over yeah. 200 millilitres of rain alone. That's eight inches. Eight inches of rain. It's It was mental. It, you know, it's hard to describe. And you can imagine members are going up the walls. Yeah. They're raring to get the season started and they can. So all I'll say is... Everybody knows the green staff are doing their damnedest. They're not just playing cards all the time. Of course not. They're trying desperately hard, so give them all a break. Um, if you were lucky enough to be part of the GUA or the ALGU squads, you've been playing a bit of golf across the water. Where were they? Oh, Florida, South Africa, South Africa Spain, right. and our local lad, Mr. Tom McKibben, he was making headlines while we were off. He was, he absolutely was. While the rest of us were getting back to work over Christmas, Tom McKibben was in Australia, where he got to the final of the Australian Amateur, eventually losing 5-3 and three in the final to local lad, Jed Morgan. That was an amazing uh, amazing Run. result, even yeah. to get to the final. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, the Australian media were going nuts for Who him. Who is this young lad? Who is this young lad 16. from Hollywood? You know, yeah, the, the whole, whole thing. Hollywood thing kicked up again, and yeah. he, he, he absolutely did himself proud. He, he, he played some fantastic he golf, and he got off to a bad start. Not one, I think, it was five down after a few holes. After well, obviously after more than five holes, yeah. but you know what I mean. And then it's, so it's a thirty-six hole final. So we it look is. at only finished five and three. Absolutely, so he dug it back in again. Uh, Tom played in the Spanish Amateur last week, and his next big tournament will be to defend the Junior Invitational at Sage Valley. That's on March the 12th. That's the course just up the road from Augusta. Do you remember your man wouldn't let him into Augusta? So he built his own golf course. I not Tom. No, well, not Tom, the obviously. Built Sage. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter time before Tom gets the invite, gets the envelope through the post. In terms of the rankings, the boss, Livy Mahaffey, she remains the highest-ranked Irish female amateur in the world. She's currently 15th. And she was high as 10th a few weeks ago. Judy McCarthy is the next best of the Irish contenders. Like Olivia, she's also competing on a college circuit in the States. And she's currently 24th. The highest ranked Irish male amateurs are old friend Dundalk's Caelan Rafferty. He's 20th in the world. And James Sugar, the amateur champion, he's 24th. And if you're wondering, we're just talking about Tom. He's 109th. And that's still his highest ever ranking. Now then, you were mentioning Miss Olivia McCarthy, yes. the boss. I saw her on a, on a promo, mm-hmm. the Golf Channel had a promo on for the ladies playing yeah. at Augusta, yeah. the yeah. week before the Masters, yeah. and there she was. Bit of news, she's not playing. Oh, Olivia. I'm going to take her out of the promo. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Tooley already done. Olivia was offered, not that long after that, where we were off on our break, offered a place in the ANA Inspiration, oh, right. which is one of the first uh-huh. majors of the year. And obviously looking towards the future and looking to play more pro, pro that's yeah. where she's going to right. play. So she was only one of four invites, she's going to that instead. And where is that? Uh, oh, can tell Somewhere you. in America? Some, somewhere in America, yeah, right. okay. Um, but Julie uh, McCarthy, she got the invite, so she's going to play in Augusta instead. So there you go. There you go. Similar Not accent. <laughs> I'll never know the difference. <laughs> 
The 2020 ILGU Scratch Cup season is due to commence at Carlo Golf Club on Saturday, March the 7th, where Lahinch's Anya Donegan defends her title. The opening four events are on March 7th at Carlo, 15th at Woodbrook, 21st at Royal Port Rush, and the 29th at Royal County Down Ladies. Right then. Sometimes we have to think, Morris, about who we're going to name Shanker of the Week. Sometimes it takes them organising. And then sometimes the right candidate comes along and sticks up his hand and demands to be chosen. Our inaugural Shanker of the Year. Or sorry, not inaugural. Our not first for the year. year. First not year. the year. First of the year. Step forward, none other than NBC TV commentator Paul Azinger. <laughs> Uh, who caused a bit of a media furore during last Sunday's final round TV coverage of the Honda Classic at Palm Beach Gardens in Florida. The 2008 winning US Ryder Cup captain, it's one of the few they have He's won. not, f- he, you know, he doesn't only mention that every chance he gets. Yeah. Said of Tommy Fleetwood, you can win all you want on that European tour, the international game and all of that, but you have to win on the PGA Tour. And funnily enough... Twitter went into meltdown and a number of the players took great issue with, including Lee Westwood, who he also mentioned yeah, in commentary. Poulter. Poulter, and they all lit on him, and it was all a case and of Tommy. Tommy. Well, Tommy was very, very good. Uh-huh. He bit his tongue, uh-huh. fair play to him, uh-huh. legend that he is. But, like, what? Well, there's been an awful lot of media interest in this, and what does it show? We, it shows what we know about what the Americans think of the European Full tour. Of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just their 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 superiority, their oh, lack of awareness. Our courses, are yeah, bigger, their our lack prize, of awareness. Our prize fund is bigger. Exactly. Our cheaters are bigger. Oh, hey, hey, well, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Um, do you know what I mean? It's that kind yeah, of it's attitude. That, it's that ignorance. It's Myopic. That kind of, yes, uh, we are. And, yeah. it's, and it's it was so American. He couldn't have. Yeah. done it any better if he tried yeah and then of course the best of it is that it turned out that the world rankings on offer on that particular event that he was starting at were not up to the world rankings at some of the events tommy's already won exactly this is a race to dubai winner Ryder cup winner net bank yeah don't you name yeah, it french tommy, open yeah french open for god's brilliant yeah, tournament one of the hardest and he's just written in, it in off world and he just wrote it off in the blink of an eye he's a balloon and, but you know what Morris? He will not in any, and he wasn't that he was talked about it afterwards. In no terms, no way was he uh, annoyed by himself saying that. He, there's no sort of self awareness. No. The only thing you need to remember is, and this is one thing I would have thought about it, he's not a proper slash journalist slash commentator like we would expect. Yeah, yeah. He's never going to say anything negative about the PGA Tour. Never. He's a cheerleader. For, to, he's to, a cheerleader for the PGA. Yes, but you don't have to talk negatively about, about the another tour. tour. Exactly about another tour. Fair you know, point. That. Fair point. So you know, why diss anybody else's tour? I don't know. Was he doing it to be sort of controversial? Was but he doing it? To no, be that's his. That would be guarantee. That's his feeling well, on the subject. A, and and you know bit, what I mean. That's, a but bit, that's American. Like dumb there. That's well here. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It's so so. But the point. Small minded. But the the point being, he should know. And has he ever? Well, he, he's obviously Ryder Cup. He was obviously, yeah. but and he should know. Player. He should know that the the depth of golf on the European tour mm-hmm. is far far deeper, yeah. far more superior to the American throwing darts at a green. Mm-hmm. Different type of golf. Different type of golf. Much harder. Mm-hmm. Different climates. Different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Different conditions. Mm-hmm. Different grasses. Yeah. Different slopes. Hold you know, up. all I mean, the, the European tour goes from Scotland. Yeah. 
to South Africa, exactly, and then down to Australia and across the all, all the Middle East, yeah. And, you know, so creating world class players. We're we're Rory McIlroy, current world number one. Where did he start his career? Brooks Kapka. Brooks Kapka started his career here. John Rahm, world number two. Where did he start his career in America? But he's fun a lot over here as well. <laughs> 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 but it's just the but. Listen, it's, we know it's, it's a usual thing. It's just usual thing. And it's a it, bit. It's, it's money. It's, a bit general, it's money. It we it's have more money, say, therefore we are better. Yeah, and not every American thinks no. like that. And a lot of the American most journalists, people. a lot of the American <laughs> journalists would not agree with that as well. You know, but as you say, you know, have that opinion, but don't diss any other. Did you say? Did you say earlier on Ferdy? What did what Ferdy say? Fer, that was a bit Patrick. Oh, was that a bit Patrick? That was Patrick. Ah, right. That was Patrick. Who could have been our shanker of the week every week? Yeah, every week, exactly. And Bryson DeChambeau for <laughs> backing him up. <laughs> He could have been vice yeah. shanker of the week. So hopefully we'll have somebody different from those two coming up. Patrick Reid, I don't know what a man. He just doesn't seem to matter. Like he won that WGC. There was everybody was talking about continuing to talk because of Peter Costas no laying up, talking Aye. about how he was deliberately putting clubs behind balls but, and everything. I know, but that's the thing. Costas come out and said, "Yeah, it's all about all the stuff you haven't seen yeah. because he was the on course." I was watching him. <laughs> And yet, it's like, what if it looks back, he goes and wins? There's some some sort of single-minded genius at work there. I'd be a wreck. I might, my, my career being tatters, I'd be worried what, about do that. Know what, do you know what really disturbed me? Um, and that was in his press conference after the win. He said, basically, he said that, I just want to go out there and, he said something like, be play, a role model for the kids. Role model for the kids. That's I right. Went, is this like that's a psychopath? <laughs> that's that's somebody who is like in so in denial of having to, that's that's psychopath. that's worrying. That that's, was really worrying. Like, and I went, you are don't you kidding me? No, that's what he said. I agree. Like that's just it. total. Yeah, the world doesn't nothing's going on. Wow, I know. Well, you wait to see. There's I guarantee there'll be more Patrick Reed story this year. Oh, that was Whitley gets over to this side of the Atlantic. Oh. <laughs> and here that the other thing that uh, that I noticed, to, uh, Tommy Flea was just back on Tommy and, mm-hmm. and that. Apparently, he didn't hear no. that big golder that no. went out when he was in the on his no, backswing. I, 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 I like a lot of people. I picked it up and I was watching it, uh-huh. and you instantly go to social media. And yeah. People are going off in their head. Well, of course they are. But an American journalist, Brad Wagger, who's That's a very catechism. good journalist, yet had uh, had asked. Tommy straight away and I said I didn't hear it and it turns out that may have been up at the at, up at the, the green Aye, so and somebody letting a gun and the mic was still yeah, on yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. And so they, they didn't hear anything so so in that case all, all that other vitriol that was going along no sorry yeah. didn't affect them uh, just before the end of 2019 it was revealed the Clandy Boy Golf Club would host a Europro Tour event from August the 19th to the 21st and Paul caught up with one of the organising committee Owen Trainer, to find a bit more about it. Always a big undertaking to, to bring on any event but to be honest with you Clandy Boy came out of the blue a bit is it something that the club's been thinking about and, and working on for a while? No I'll tell you very briefly what happened Paul we, uh, we became aware, um, sort of mid-November, that the Euro Pro Tour were thinking of including Northern Ireland in their schedule. Uh, and the reason that, that became a, a apparent to us was that our own Johnny Caldwell, who just at the end of last year, he's now playing on the main European Tour. He got his credentials through the Euro Pro Tour Challenge Tour, and then he's moved on to the main tour. That's right. He, he had indicated that... Um, 
that to try to make the whole Euro Pro that way a bit more efficient for the players. So they're thinking of setting up competitions in the north of England, Scotland, Isle of Man, and the Northern Ireland, and then down to uh, the south of Ireland. So that's that we became aware mid-November, and somebody said to me, would, would you be interested in that? And I think my response was, well, is Santa interested in Christmas? I said, of course we'd be interested. Which is all very well and good, because saying you're going to do it, and then actually going ahead and do it are two totally different things because you have to get everybody on board and, and that's the process that you've probably been under since you've got the nod and uh, towards the end of the year then you're trying to get everybody on board. Correct. First, the first thing I had to do was after we chatted to Don Godin and this PGA guy, Ice, Ice Weller, um, who are very professional, I have to say, very switched on. First thing I had to do was go to council and, and the club here, our, our local Clanny White Golf Club council, uh, and uh, basically sell the idea to them. And I have to say, it was unanimous that yes, uh, it would be great for Clandy Boy, it would certainly raise the profile. And I think, like all the other golf clubs in Ireland, everybody's hurting at the minute, Paul. So this this was saying, first of all, as a tremendous opportunity for Clandy Boy Golf Club. So uh, council bought into it right away, said, go ahead, do what needs to be done to, 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 to make this event happen. Mm-hmm. But I have to say as well, Paul, that's, that, that's when the problem started. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you're laughing there, but you, I think you know exactly what I mean. Yeah. It, it was kind of easy to say, yeah, we can host the tournament, but the golf course will do the talking for us. The facilities are the facilities, and we can do bit, wee bits and pieces that we need to do. Now, at this stage, Paul, all we wanted to do was deliver a European uh, golf event. Uh-huh. But then, um, when we're sort of, once, once council, our, our club council bought into it, with great enthusiasm, I have to say, uh, then that's that's where the issue started to, to, to come along in terms of, well, really, at the end of the day, this is more than just a golf tournament. If it was simply staging a golf event, we could do that, no bother, and with little or no cost. But the fact that it's going to showcase another part of Northern Ireland as a, a, a tourist and, and golfing destination, that, that's when people started to say, you need to take this out and get other stakeholders and partnerships and mm-hmm. other bodies involved. Mm-hmm. So in many ways... Paul, as I say, it was the, the first bit was easy. The second bit then was, yeah. and that, that's when I started to get frightened in terms of well, yeah. what, what do we have to do and what do we need to put in place yeah. to, be, to be able to de- deliver an event like this. And that's why, and very kindly, John Bamber, uh, who was the chair of the 140th Open Up at Royal Port Rice, he came down and spoke to us and he said, don't take this the wrong way, guys. It's great you can do this. It's great you can deliver a golf tournament, but to deliver more than just a golf tournament, you need other bodies to get involved. So the first thing we did was we contacted Tourism NI, um, met with some people in uh, Tourism NI. We uh, then met with the Arts and North Down uh, Borough Council, met the CEO, Stephen Reid and Susan McCulloch. And then very quickly, uh, after getting local government involved um, and getting Tourism NI involved, we were then uh, met with a couple of the local MAs, and one of the guys that was very helpful was Alec Easton. Um, uh, from uh, uh, he's uh, one of the, one of the local MLAs. Yeah. Terrific. And he said, we, we went and did a wee presentation to him, saying this is what's happening. What do you think? Do and he said, Owen, you probably need to, to take this to Stormont. So he agreed to facilitate that. <laughs> and if I, if I wasn't sleeping before that, Paul, believe me, I've had insomnia ever since because. Um, we talked about, uh, you know, the success that the Open had. We talked about how yeah. absolutely no doubt that golf was delivered for Northern Ireland. And we wanted, as Arlene Foster said, to maintain this ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
here ends the meeting uh, of the storm. We were up there last Tuesday. We met with um, the head of Sport NI, Antoinette McKeown, mm. met with a girl from Tourism uh, Tourism NI, Leslie Ann O'Donnell, um, and we met, and that's the allegation that facilitated the meeting. Mm-hmm. So very quickly, the thing has moved to, to different different levels. While we're still, in many ways, controlling it, yeah. um, we're trying to bring in other people to say, well, you know, if you're only going to showcase Clandy Boy, fair enough, but the fact that you're now going to showcase, uh, you know, North yeah. Down and Northern Ireland, you, you know, yeah. and I have to say, they've, they've bought into it, uh, you know, which has been tremendous. They've said, look, let's sit down and let's work out a strategy to, to be able, you know, to be able to de- deliver this for, not only for, for, for Clandy Boy and North Down, but also for our wee country, Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, brilliant. In 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 terms of it's still very early days for you, and the weather has has obviously impacted what you can get out and do in the golf course. For those of us who who don't know Clandy Boy that well, there's two courses at it. There's there's the Ava and the Dufferin. Uh, yeah. Which courses which course would be used? And 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 it, it is a championship setup. So so tell people a wee bit about it. But we've we've had two fabulous courses, and and they're both uh, Heathland uh, like terrain. But then they move into the more classic. Parkland mode, and that—that's the other thing that, in many ways, has helped us land this event because the the Euro Pro Tour people were keen to not just think about Northern Ireland as links courses; they were keen to explore other things. And I think we were helped as well by the fact that the Irish Open this year has uh, is going to Mount Juliet, so that's a Heathland course as well. If you like, the stars were aligned. You know, we we say we dropped the pebble in the pond that we'd be interested in talking to them. We came across like what we saw. We've got the part. The other great thing, we have two courses, so that you know we're gonna we're gonna dedicate one course to this event. But that, uh, while it'll have an impact on us, of course, as well and the members. But the members have been very gracious, and we still have the other course that we can use for yeah. our members and, and whatever guests or visitors come along. And that is more or less it for the 2020 opening podcast. Uh, as usual, you can get in touch with us on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, at LI Golf Channel on both, we're mm-hmm. there. You can see all our uh, like probably daily posts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get contact. You can DM us. You can tweet us. Please, you can do all of that kind of stuff. Feel free. If it's anything happening this year that uh, mm-hmm. we need to know about, yeah, a couple of people have got in touch. That's right. So before we go, just a couple of things. Maybe I know it's tough. It's been raining. You don't really feel like playing golf. Couple of big golf amateur events, maybe that you might be interested in. Uh, the guys Northwest Open this year, they're running their event. Three rounds of Donegal, two at Ballyliffin, one at the Northwest Golf Club. So you can check them out on Twitter and follow them there. And a couple of other ones, the International Purs run by Lynn McCool, who's now blessed at Glasson down in Carlo there. Oh, so yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, Lynn. Lynn down there in, in Athlone, sorry. She is uh, running that event. You can find out about it also online. Check it out online. And finally there's a new match play event been launched up here Morris in the Nart. Um check them out. Monster Match Play. Monster Match Play. Oh, what a good. name. You like that? Dot com. And oh. what's the crack there? What's the format? That, or what's it's, the... it's it's like a round robin type event they're going to play. So they'll have three or four different venues. You'll go down, you'll play a match against somebody in your group. So that the ideal would have a number of groups and the winners would progress out of each group. Here. Go for it. Speaking match play, mm-hmm. kind of ties in. All this new handicap stuff. Yes. What's the crack there? When, where, how, why, the what? The new handicapping system won't come in here until November 
this year. Okay. So nobody has to worry about it then until then. And yes, it's going to take some getting used to the the golfing union or golf Ireland as it'll be called that stage are currently in the process of trying to work out how all their inter-club competitions will work because obviously your handicap's going to be changing a lot mm -hmm. if you play a lot Cheapers. if you play a lot your handicap will be changing all the time and depending on the course you go to so you could be playing for example up in hollywood with your 12 handicap and you've got a 12 handicap when you play off the championship tees you play off the four tees it goes down to 11 that's okay. Makes sense. Port Marnock, you're playing off 36. Yes. That's, that's so you go down to Port Marnock and you've got 36. <laughs> and that's how it's going to work. So it'll be interesting to see how it works. Well, that's it for uh, our first uh, podcast of the year. Thank you for listening. If you've made it the whole way through. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you again to our new sponsor, bettergolf.ie. Yeah, better Check yeah. them out. They, it's, it's probably the best better golf I've ever seen. It's a better, betterest it's, golf. It's the betterest better golf ever. So <laughs> bettergolf.ie. And thanks again to the GI Academy for uh, for sponsoring us this year. Uh, lots more to come over the next load of mm -hmm, weeks. Mm -hmm. Of course, coming uh, up first one. Getting close to the Masters already. And it's getting close to the players. The players as well. That's a big one. Will Rory defend? Yep. So we'll uh, we'll have lots to talk about on that. Have yourself a good time. If you're hey, our competitions start this week actually. In Hollywood. Ah, well, I don't no think it's chance. I don't think it's qualifying. Can't be. No, it's not qualifying. But the course has gone back to its summer layout already. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty incredible. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, with all after that, all, with that all, rain. all that rain, I know. So uh, incredible. So if you are starting to play again, people are starting to get the clubs out after the winter break. Yeah, so I uh, haven't come out since New Year's Eve. Really? Haven't had a ball since New Year's Eve. Since New Year's Eve? Mm -hmm. Goodness sake, catch yourself on. Uh, have a good one, everybody. See you in a couple of weeks. All right, don't touch me. See woo. Shaking that ass. Shaking that ass. Shaking that ass. See